When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Pittsburgh Steelers are one higher in. And even if it's not a splashy move, it's the right move. It's a good move. And it leaves room for their plan. And their plan has some splash to it. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackmine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, we're talking about the Steelers plan. I've been going through the Steelers plan for a while now. They are not looking to find the next Brian Flores because, unfortunately, they're not going to find the next Brian Flores. There is no more Brian Flores is on the floor looking for a job this offseason. The Steelers got so lucky in the fact that Brian Flores was almost shunned from the NFL because of a lawsuit. His time in Miami was good, and then they fired him, and he opened up a huge can of worms that should have been opened up. But it, it left him and it left the NFL at crossroads. And because of that, nobody wanted him. The Steelers wanted him because they're not going to overlook anything. When it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's not about any of that. You want to know what it's about? Are you a good coach? Are you a good person? Brian Flores met both of those. Are you going to improve our team? Yes. Okay. Welcome to Pittsburgh. That's all it took. But you're not going to get that this year. The Steelers are not going to go out and find anybody who is anywhere near the level of talent that Brian Flores is. I mean, the guy should be a head coach in the NFL. He's not probably going to be at some point again in the near future. There's nobody on the market that has that expectation or that level of talent already who hasn't fallen off. I think that's the biggest thing is Brian Flores didn't fall off. The Miami Dolphins just said, okay, you are no longer the man for the job because we are looking to do something else. And then boom, the lawsuit started. There was some Tough relationships, we'll say, within Miami, and it left Brian Flores looking for a job. There is not one of those this offseason, and therefore the Steelers will not find one of those this offseason, and I don't think they're looking for one. Their first hire shows that. The Steelers are reportedly expected to bring in Aaron Curry, former fourth overall pick, I believe, longtime NFL player, played them in the Super Bowl, actually as their new linebackers coach to replace Brian Flores, a move that, yeah, comes as a surprise, but Curry has, he's got some years of experience. Aaron Curry's out here. He is a former fourth overall pick 
out of Wake Forest for the Seattle Seahawks, played with them until 2011, then played for the Raiders for two years, and then the New York Giants. Didn't have a very long career in the NFL, unfortunately, but then he went on to be a coach. He was a grad assistant in 2014 for the Charlotte 49ers, home of Alex Highsmith. Then a defensive line coach for the 49ers from 2015 to 2018, home of Alex Highsmith. Went back to Seattle as a coaching assistant in 2019 and then remained there until this past season or until maybe 12 hours ago when the Steelers said, hey, come be our linebackers coach. So come coach our inside linebackers. And that works sometimes. You want to know why that works sometimes is because guys who can't play, who have that much talent coming into the NFL, who are a guy that is looked at as a guy who could be something special but just can't turn it into anything, usually those guys have so much going on in their brain when it comes to this sport that they understand more than most of us. And that stuff works. But overall, Aaron Curry isn't anything special. And the hire isn't anything that gets people going or, oh, I'm so excited to see what Aaron Curry is going to do or that revolutionizes the defense and things are on the up and up and the Steelers are going to be so dominant at inside linebacker. It doesn't do any of that. All it does is exactly what the Steelers plan was. And I've been pushing that plan for a while because it's simple. The Steelers are not looking to make splash hires on guys that are going to come and go rather quickly. They don't want a guy to come in here for a season like Brian Flores did and then leave the next offseason and then be stuck without a coach having to replace a guy for another year in a row. They want a guy who could develop here, who could learn in Pittsburgh, who could adjust and become part of this organization and become a long-term coach here for the Steelers. That's what they're looking for. And Aaron Curry is at the beginning of of his NFL career, of his NFL coaching career, and has the opportunity to step into something, become a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and develop here. Is he a risk? No. He brings almost no risk because there's no downside and there's no upside. There's no expectations for a guy like this. When Brian Flores came in, immediately people started talking, well, maybe he should be the next head coach. Maybe the Steelers are grooming him to be the next defensive coordinator. Maybe Mike Tomlin's set to retire after the season. The headlines were crazy. The expectations were very high. And the, I don't want to call it drama, but the stories that people wanted to come up with about Brian Flores' hire were wild. Aaron Curry comes with none of that. And that is something that the Steelers always look for. Is a guy who doesn't bring anything but on the field play and or coaching. And for Aaron Curry, he brings nothing but on-field coaching and new on-field coaching, which allows him allows him to be groomed by guys like Terrell Austin and Mike Tomlin. But the Steelers likely are not done yet. When you look at the grand scheme of things, you still have to expect that there's going to be an offensive hire. I think that they liked very so how Brian Flores handled the senior defensive assistant role And I think they would like to do the same thing on offense in some which way or form. And on offense, while defense is not a splash move because there isn't really a need to make a splash move, there are options on offense. And two of them stand out and two of them seem to be high on the Steelers list from what everybody seems to be talking about. 
and it would make sense for both of them because neither of them are guys that are going to come and go and get head coaching jobs in a year or go off and get offensive coordinator jobs. And the Steelers want a backup plan. They have not said they want a backup plan. They have not made it known they want a backup plan. But it makes a ton of sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers to walk into 2023 scared to lose Matt Canada. That's why they kept him, because they didn't want Kenny Pickett to take a step back. They're being overly cautious with their new quarterback. I get it. But if Matt Canada doesn't work out after the season, they want a backup plan. Because that's how the Steelers operate, is they always have a backup plan. And to have a backup plan on the roster is important right now. And there are two names, Byron Lefwich and Pep Hamilton, that are both former OCs who likely will not get a job this offseason, who could fit that role perfectly. And in one year, if they up and leave, it does not take a huge blow to the to the offense. And if Matt Canada does not work out, both of them can step into offensive coordinator roles with ease and have a year of a relationship with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, it might not be Vic Fangio and it might not be Vance Joseph and it might not be Brian Flores and it might not be these big names that everybody keeps tossing out and that they're hoping come to Pittsburgh. But Hamilton and Leftwich bring seniority they bring experience they bring talent they bring success with them wherever they go next and chances are the nfl is looking at them right now and saying okay neither of these guys really showed us anything to be a hot target they're not hot targets the nfl is very young and there's a lot of guys especially position coaches right now who are being looked at and saying hey he's a cream of the crop he's a cream of the crop We're going to go these guys. We're going to take a chance on a younger guy before we take a chance on anybody who had a rough season as an offensive coordinator, a.k.a. Byron Lefwich and Pep Hamilton. But the Steelers could look at that opportunity and say, okay, nobody wants to take a chance on these guys. Let us take a chance on one of them. Bring them in. Find the guy that we believe could be the long-term option for the Steelers if it is not Matt Canada. And honestly, if the trend continues in the NFL, which it will continue in the NFL. There isn't going to be a lot of people searching for one of these guys in a year, maybe left, which because he's still young, but Pep Hamilton's been around the block. So maybe the Steelers have a guy that stays a little while and that they could groom and they could kind of turn into, okay, well, this is our offensive coaching staff. None of them are going to get jobs as head coaches or anything bigger. So we'll just rock with these guys and we'll develop a very strong coaching staff. That's what the Steelers wanted all along is a coaching staff that never leaves. That's why they don't do anything exciting with them and that they could build and groom together. Both of these guys bring exactly that, but they also bring some splash and the Steelers need a little bit of splash. Because nobody wants a boring offseason, especially when there's coaching hires going on. Nobody wants a boring coaching hire. The Steelers love their boring coaching hires, but they also know that they have an opportunity here. At least you have to believe that they have an opportunity here and that they know they have an opportunity here. And with one of these two guys, it makes total sense to bring them in. 
it didn't it it didn't make total sense for a guy like Vic Fangio or a guy like Vance Joseph. And at the time it made sense for Brian Flores, but it didn't make sense for Brian Flores to return this year. These guys make so much sense. Aaron Curry makes a lot of sense. And it feels like the pieces of the puzzle are starting to be put together. And the Steelers are on the verge of finalizing their coaching staff. And I think there's one more big, oh, okay, we got him moment coming for the Pittsburgh Steelers and their fans. 